into the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey everybody, welcome to AfterBuzz TV. This is The 100, Season 2, Episode 15, Blood <laughs> Must Have Blood, Part 1. Uh, joining me today is my lovely panel. I'm Tari J. Miller, and this is Alexis Torres. Hi, everybody. And this is Ben Bateman, rocking oh, out. Hey, Tari, what's up? Hi. Hey, everybody. What's going on? I'm Ben Bateman. <laughs> um, and if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe, like, um, comment and all that jazz. Like Be interactive way. as you have. We love getting your tweets and all that stuff. Um, yes. Um, go on afterbuzztv.com right now. Uh, we are. <laughs> what? No. I'm just shaking my, I'm shaking my head. Shaking my head. And you can uh, go on the chat roll. Alexis is keeping track of it. Um, also, if, make sure to go on iTunes or SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, all the places that you want to be, we are, so make sure to listen and watch. Uh, so what did you guys think of the episode? That. It was great. It's, uh, the show is awesome. Uh, I thought it, I mean, it was just awesome. Yes! <laughs> I love Bon Jovi. Oh, well, I'm getting yeah. a headache now. <laughs> Alright, you guys don't That's know it, enough. but like usually so in my much. life I just have Bon Jovi songs in my head playing at all times. It's like my personal soundtrack, so that was just natural yeah. for me. So it was, it was like your one moment to feel like a normal guy. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Everyone else hears <laughs> it too, right? <laughs> uh, it was awesome. It was great. It was a really great episode. I mean, it ended extremely well. I'm like, cannot wait for next week. Yeah. I mean, just... <sighs> It's just amazing how far this show's come. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't really believe, like, all the things that we said and the characters we gravitated towards and things we latched onto early on, season one, and even the beginning of season two, I feel like it's all just turned on its head now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the beginning of season two, it'd be like, oh, that's a cool interaction, or that's an interesting idea, mm-hmm. and then now we're watching, and it's just, it's just way, way beyond that. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, it's definitely grown into something that... One you can relate to as a person, but it it keeps surprising you as well. Yeah, like, like that twist today. Yes, it was ridiculous. What? I love it because people were tweeting me. They're like, "That twist, though," and I'm like, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, we have people in the chat. Yay! Nice. I guess. Um, what were your thoughts, Alexis? Um, pretty much just how much I love this show and how it does keep you on your toes. Like, I can't even put it into words of how I love how much the characters have grown mm-hmm. and how much that it's just it's just changed. Because when I watched it from episode one, I was kind of like, okay, this is a typical CW show. I'm, right. I'm probably not going to be too much into it. But at the same time, um, I really love the characters. And every single episode, it keeps changing my opinion. And now I'm officially like, I mean, I've always been an official fan. But this one, it, ugh, 
chills. Right. <laughs> it's uh, so good. So, right, so let, yeah. Let's... So it starts out right, and they're all they're doing their they're doing. Oh, did I cut you off, Tari? I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop <laughs> Kanyeing me. <laughs> See, I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> you know what? Go ahead, Ben. I was gonna say it starts out. Beyonce's like, the best artist ever. Don't you? <laughs> there's, there's a strategy meeting happening, and there's like little like cool little dioramas of of all the areas that they're gonna attack, and right. it's like team. So this is what was going on in my head, aside from Bon Jovi. They were thinking like. Okay, so team one's here, and teams, you know, strike team two will be here, and team four will be here, mm-hmm. and team four will enter through here. We'll have one minute exactly. You know what I was thinking? Crop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was thinking because it was like one minute, like the Death Star thing. Right. It's like you know, you your your proton torpedoes have to go in the in the small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys didn't have the same moment because <laughs> that's I was, impossible. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get into something so small. Um, yeah, I used no, to I bullseye you. womp rats in my T16 back then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, man. You just did that. It's so nerdy. Uh, anyway, I just was having a total Star Wars moment. I, we, I know we try to drop the crap anytime right. we can, the yeah. Abra Akbar, but... It, it worked. I was just... I was digging it so much. I just love it. Yeah. The continuation I love of it because even... I didn't know this, but uh, Shatner... Apparently, live tweets the show. Oh yeah, Shatner mm-hmm. loves I it. was completely out of that, but I love it because I think he tweeted earlier. He was just like, "What a minute! How does that even work?" <laughs> yeah. I, I can't find it right now. Right. But and still. no one has a watch. I'm always driving home. I'm always driving home, and I'm seeing you know the Ricky Whittle tweets, whatnot. And then Shatner yeah. just pops up. <laughs> it's always like I don't even follow William Shatner, but somebody's retweeted him that I am following. Yeah, right. it's so bizarre that William Shatner follows the hundred, and he's like the biggest fan. Yeah, pretty amazing. Nice. Oh, there you go. The hundred. Can the door even be pulled open in one minute? Like, how does that work? And I'm like, <laughs> it takes yeah. a lot of strong dudes, but we'll get there. Yes. Please. Um. So basically, uh, the strategy, yeah, is to have Raven and Indra go down through the Reaper tunnels. Mm-hmm. We have Wick and Raven in the dam trying to blow this power supply, um, and then the rest of the Grounder army is going to be stationed outside the door as. Kind of a decoy, but also the main um, attack line. Um, and then we have Bellamy on the inside trying to free the grounders so that they can be the fourth army mm-hmm. or the third, whatever uh, order they go into. Um, so I'd like to start with Raven and Wick. Okay. Personally. Yeah, we should get them out of the way. You go uh, ahead first. I'll yes. save my thoughts for Okay. Oh, I can't wait for you guys to hear his thoughts. Uh, yeah. Um, well, Raven and Wick, uh, after having just slept together had, last episode. Had relations. Yes. Um, they're trying to break the tension. Raven's making little jokes. Oh Wick God, is uh, not having it. Mm. And, uh, I mean, and he brings up a good point. She does push people away. Um, but, again, not not the proper time. Uh, and so they're setting these bombs to turn off the turbine, to turn off the tar- turbines. Yep. Those are words that start with T. Mm. Um, <laughs> so they're trying to take down the char- the turbines. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> and, I know, isn't it? And then uh, they're attacked. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I know that, Ben, you have a lot of thoughts on Raven and Wick and their relationship. Well, okay. We try to keep it real here on the 100 After Show. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hunt it. Yeah, exactly. You, you. I've been saving that for a really long time. I was going to oh. use it, but I was like, maybe. What is happening right now? You guys. So. I, yeah. hate, I hate to do it because I just don't want it. When the show started out, I was like, okay, all these characters are on equal ground. And there was characters that I was annoyed by and there was characters that I liked. And all through right. the first season as it went. I gravitated towards some characters and others mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah. And at the time they introduced everybody and Raven started to become a character in the show, 
I really, really liked what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And they were giving, they weren't making her a main character, but as we entered the second season, it felt like she was going to be more of a focal point of the story. Right. And we've championed Lindsay Morgan on the show to no end, obviously. And, and for, you know, for good reason, I, I think she's a good actress and I, I really liked what they were doing with the character. Unfortunately for her, the writers just didn't really give her that great of an arc relative to the other female characters, I feel like. Okay. Because, yeah. If I think about everything that's happened with some of my like my real favorite characters on the show now, it's hard to even put her story in the same class. And seeing this, this is the moment she has in the finale, part one, is that she's having an awkward interaction with the guy she just slept with. Like we're watching just an average like teen drama on CW and it's like awkward and it's silly. Mm-hmm. And then it culminates with them. They pull off this mission and she's like, don't leave me. And right. it's just to me, it was just like that's the arc we're supposed to get. That was that was your big moment. Is don't leave me. Like we've just seen her come out of her shell, and over here we have Clark, and she's trying to take over the mountain. We have Lexa pulling the right. coolest double cross ever. We have Octavia as the second to the grounder nation. Indra is like, I mean, these are yes. incredible mm-hmm. characters. Right. And over here, you just have like all this potential, and the writers are like, we're just not going to make her that I... interesting. Well. I I think that in my opinion, and I love Lindsay Morgan. It's not her fault. I just don't think they gave her much, really. Right. Right. She does a good job with what she's given, but that's what it was given to her. Right. Okay. I, I mean, mean uh, no. I mean, I, I can kind of understand, and I can see where you're coming from. But at the same time, I feel like they sprinkle Raven in a lot. Like, obviously, a lot of the things that she builds, if she didn't build them, we would be lost. I feel, and so I feel like that's how they keep her going as a character. But I, I do understand the arc part. Like I feel like her character hasn't really grown since first season. I mean, according to Jason uh, Rothenberg, yeah. she was the automatic casting. She was the only. She was the only cast member who walked into the room, and they literally within. 30 seconds. That's the character. Oh, that's right. her. Zombie Ponies in the chat says, Raven seems like a character that is just someone who is there when they need smart people. It just doesn't feel like, like I said, can you really compare her to any of the four characters I just named? And two of those characters were introduced mid-season this season. Sure. Right. Well, here is my argument in in on behalf of that scene and also on behalf of Raven. Um, her character, in essence, isn't built for growth because she's so stubborn. Mm. And True. so, essentially... I think that that moment, as little as it was when she asked Wick to stay with her, was the best amount of growth that we were going to get because it's the first time we really see her be vulnerable and allow herself to be that way. Like, even when she was hurt and her leg was messed up, she wouldn't accept anyone's help. She tried climbing a a tower uh, just to show that she didn't need anybody. Did you not feel like, though, when that storyline was happening that you were going in this great direction as a character? was episode three or four and you're like oh there's a lot there's a lot of opportunity here for this character to be a really interesting part of the story right what ended up what ultimately ended up happening is she just became a crutch i mean no no pun intended right dumb joke but um, it wasn't a joke <laughs> um i i don't feel like that because i feel like mm. they were laying the seeds for this mm-hmm. moment um because i to me in that that whole section was kind of two different worlds colliding mm. where when you see Wick kill the dam worker... That was a great mm-hmm. moment. That was, yeah. a, that was a great moment. I agree. Um, it kind of... I, last week we were talking about how Wick is still in pie in the sky. Yeah. Nothing right. is mm-hmm. a serious moment, you know? And I think that this was the first time that it hit him that things are beyond what 
what he's dealing with. Things are more important than the relationship that he's trying to build. Exactly. Yeah, that's totally fair. And I I really did like the Wick moment. I thought that was great um, as he's holding the... I guess I just, you know, my inclination would be to be all positive and always... Because, you know, we like to promote one of our favorite people on the show. If not our favorite person on the show, it just was disappointing to see the season's about to end and... I don't feel like we're going to get that much well, more. Well, right. at least not obviously from this season. I'm hoping that maybe, you know, after this this last, the finale, that maybe her character will go through something more when we have the next threat. Yeah. You yeah. Because maybe, maybe, I was thinking that maybe when, because the fact that she wasn't so uh, prominent in this season, that maybe her character will feed off of that and kind of be like, stop leaving me out or, you know, I can do it and stuff. Even though, yeah, she has been, she has played a a bigger role. We haven't really seen her. So maybe, you know, her brace will be worse and it will just cause more problems and she'll just, you know, fight more to be in, on the front line. Instead of being the smart person who builds the tools. There was a minute where I thought Wick was going to die. There was for a second. Yeah. And when he got up and there was people attacking and that would have been the ultimate, like, that to me would have been I mean, no, not to say that I want Wick to die. That wouldn't be my <laughs> point. But that, to me, would have been a great moment because yeah. it would have been she she starts to attach herself to someone and he dies. So right. it's, she's this yeah, tor- she would have been this tortured character. And maybe that'll still happen. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's still, true. Still one more episode left and yeah. they've been captured. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Maybe they just <laughs> execute – yeah, if they just execute Wick in front of her, I mean, that'd be pretty, like, frightening for yeah. her character. Yeah. And she would have – I mean, that would be pretty wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now she's opened up to him. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, for now, let's – Let's go on to a little Mount Weather stuff. Um, There's a so lot of Mount Weather stuff. There is. Uh, I've broken it down into different sections because it's so much. Yes. Um, so we start out with Bellamy freeing the grounders. Um, he's like, all right, guys, you're going to be my army. They're making uh, noise. And he recruits Echo. Uh, and she's basically freeing everybody from mm-hmm. there. Uh, while that's going on, we have the witch hunt going on. So so Cage makes an announcement to all the people of Mount mm-hmm. Weather and says, uh, basically, we are, anyone who's harboring uh, the 44 will uh, face face punishment. And also, uh, I mean, they're our key to getting out of Mount Weather. So he pits everyone against each other. Yeah. Um, and so we get the scene where they're going door to door. And they stumble upon the room where Jasper and company are in. And it's like, it's, it's like a scene from the World War II movies. Yeah, right. Where, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're looking for Jews and all that. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's, yeah, German and, uh, sim- sympathizers who are hiding them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, that's exactly what I got from yeah. it. You know, um, kind of Anne Frank kind of story. And it was a good, pretty, a powerful scene, brutal, yeah. brutal ending to the scene, too. Yeah. That's, a, that's a real testament of, of like where the show is, too, that, that you get a scene like that. Mm-hmm. And the resolution is that, yes, your heroes survive, but then the two innocent people just get executed. Right. Brutally. I wasn't even expecting that yeah. at first. I thought it was just going to be, you know, okay, and then go, you know, go into the intro. But as soon as he shot them both in the head, I was like, okay. Yeah. And we're back. Nope. <laughs> so I really like that. I mean, it's pretty clear that the, that the producers of this show have gotten to say to the writers, you, you look, guys, if you want to push it, 
you're allowed to. Like, yeah. We, we encourage you at this point. This There's clearly we've gotten mm-hmm. you know, renewed for a third season. The show is being very well reviewed. Mm-hmm. If you want to do things like that and make it a little more realistic, you're allowed to. And that's yeah. probably yeah. why we like the show so much now. Right. Mm-hmm. They're allowed to do that sort of thing. I mean, yeah. After the fourth episode of the first season, uh, Rothenberg had said that basically CW gave him the – the re- he, they gave him the reins and were like, do whatever you want, just make sure that we don't get fined. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty startling. <laughs> and I like moment. that. It doesn't, it doesn't exceed like past like Tarantino bad, but at yeah. the same time, it's not cheesy well, yeah. TV. So it's like really, realistic blood. Yeah, and it, it makes sense. And it's, and it's enough to kind of catch your breath at one point. Like it's, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, really, I really like his pacing with most of his deaths and his twists and turns. I mm-hmm. really like that about most of the show. Right. So. So yeah, you get uh, he does his announcement. They're going door to door, and then after he realizes that there's some you know stuff going wrong, and mm-hmm. he's maybe screwed, he goes to see his dad Dante, mm-hmm. and he gives him an earful, and he says, "Tell me, please, what should I do?" And, and President Wallace just gives him this whole kind of. I guess it illustrated a theme that we've seen throughout the show, which is the strength of the parent-child bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen it a lot throughout the show with with the Abby relationship to Clark. Yeah, um, and no matter how strained it gets, no matter how alienated you feel from your parent, that relationship, the bond is strong enough. You know, mm-hmm. it's like blood is thicker than water, sort of thing. Yeah, uh, and he has a moment where he finds, okay, I'll help you. Basically, That's which, it, I didn't. I didn't mind it, but I didn't like it at the same time because I felt like he should have stood his ground when he did. But at the same time, but no, yeah, and that's why I'm glad that he did it at the same time because I really like that he was like, you know what? It's not. I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing it for my people because you're you're killing them. Yeah. So I liked that, but at the same time, I wish he just stood his ground and let his son figure it out. It was some pretty elegant plotting. I thought the the way the episode ends up with the 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 cutaways and the suspense that they kept the whole time Mm -hmm. because the big twist that you do get is. Pretty unexpected, I thought. Yeah. yeah, that's not what I was expecting at all. Um, and you know, it's they did a good job with with President Wallace with Dante they did. Yeah. because they didn't make him overtly moral. They didn't make him like so crazy. He didn't do anything crazy. Mm-hmm. He just had kind of a staunch old school attitude throughout right. the show. Right, and he was in the background a lot. He was used correctly, so that in this moment you expected him to do the thing that he wasn't going to do. But he hadn't done anything really strong that would have necessarily made you. It wasn't shocking. Right. It was just a good character turn. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if anything, they had made you believe he was more on the 44 side. Yeah. Um, especially after he essentially tried to, you know, get rid of Cage and then was overthrown. Then you he became a sympathetic character only to have him flip to the other side mm-hmm. where now he is the aggressor. Right. Yeah. So he... Uh <laughs> what, what happens? He he, has, um, he gets an earful. They decide to do their thing and and, and fight back or mm-hmm. do yeah. something. Um, so yeah, I think they're gonna fight it, back. Yeah. So it cuts from there, and we get a scene with uh, Jasper and Maya getting taken away since they since they gave themselves up essentially. Um, and Maya's father is blocking off the the entryway, uh, and he gets or the soldier who's trying to get past him gets shot in the face. Bellamy shows up to save everyone, and then he, Jasper, and Maya go off to try to help other people. Miller also kills a dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Courageously. <laughs> Miller's a good character, Terry. What do you think he about is. that? He is. He's pretty sweet. <laughs> he's, he's, holding, he's upholding that Miller name. He's really yes. good. Yes, he is. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I thought that this was going to be the moment that uh, Maya's father was going to die for sure. I didn't yeah. think Bellamy was in the vents. I totally forgot about that. Right. <laughs> to which be is, honest, which is interesting that they didn't kill him here. But then, spoiler, he dies by the end of the episode. <laughs> spoiler sort of, alert. Yeah. Which is sort of a funny. It's almost like I guess you're just teasing us, but yeah, because the way you know, again, not to jump ahead, but the fact that we found him dead and the cages were completely empty and there was no trace of anybody was more surprising than him just dying right, right then and there. So it was yeah. a little bit more dramatic. It's also a nice. Um, they've done this a few times. It's a nice indicator of inevitability and the realism of the show yeah. which is that he escaped he escaped narrowly escaped death in this moment once but mm-hmm. that by the end of the episode he still dies because right. because he's putting himself in harm's way in an incredibly difficult situation and, exactly. and the concept yeah. of inevitability in war is that characters like him do die yeah the bystanders so that was good i, yeah. I you know it was a little bow on it i guess <laughs> mm-hmm. and i think that like if he would have died then we wouldn't have got the scene where the, i mean i really enjoyed when jasper and maya i mean this is probably Later, this is a little later, but yeah. mm-hmm. after they announced that everyone is going to level five, um, which is sh- shortly after this scene, mm-hmm. we get the scene between Jasper and Maya where she's like, I have no place to go. If I go to level five, uh, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. If I stay here, I'm, I'm going, going to, to die. die. Um, and so I, I thought that that was a really good character moment because she's been so helpful and yet she's in a place of no return. Yeah. 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 She has no home. Just like Octavius. Yeah. <laughs> the episode, whammy! Oh, oh. Um, Dear God. <laughs> um, My buddy's trying to make curveball a thing. We, you know, we say whammy a lot from Anchorman, but right. he, he's instead of, you know, instead of like, I'm going to eat this chicken whammy, like he's trying to make curveball a thing. Uh, really? Curveball, like I'm not wearing any underwear or something. I mean, that's, you know, that's it's not uh, really. I'm not saying yeah, that right no, now, uh, but that's uh, I'm trying I'm to make say, curveball like, a thing. Uh, it's not. A, it's not. Um, I forgot to start what? recording your show. <laughs> <laughs> curveball. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh my god! I was like, no, <laughs> no. All right, we're starting over. Welcome to the hundred, season two, episode fifteen. <laughs> Alexis, your face is great. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyways, now that that heart attack is over. Oh, and Alexis is gone. <laughs> She's done. We'll She's leaving the rest of it without her. Ban your mics, buzzing. Bump it. Bump oh, it's it. Alexis. Bump it's it. Bump, 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 bump it. Bump it. Bump. There you go. All right. I'm going to talk while this is happening. This is a technical difficulty. Ball, <laughs> <laughs> it's fixed. Get oh, out of here. Anywho, um, so, Octavia, let's talk about her really quickly. Hmm. Um... Uh oh, we're buzzing. Well, let's keep talking. That's fine. Yeah. Please. So, talk. yeah. Uh, so Octavia, as as everyone knows, is Indra's second, and they make their way into uh, the ground, the Reaper tunnels, yeah. and Octavia is kind of missing Lincoln, thinking that he should be there with him, but uh, Indra trusts him. She thanks Indra for forgiving Lincoln, and then. Indra says uh, the words that she's always been waiting to hear. You're one of us now. She says it, and she says the tree people thing. She's like, you're Alexa of the tree people. Alexa of the tree people, and then she says, what did you mean by that? Because she says it in Grounder. And then she says, you're one of us now. Which was kind of unnecessary exposition in some ways. I mean, it's fine. It's just not like you kind of got the sense of it already. You know what I mean? Right. She just, you didn't, they didn't have to do that. Well, I mean, it was, I, I felt like it was more of an Octavia thing. Cause like, it's like if you had a 
mentor or your oh, parents. Right. Yeah. You really want to hear him say it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's like not enough that they give it to you subtly. It's like you with a girl's like, okay, maybe that would work. You're like, you mean you'll go out with me? <laughs> say you'll go out with me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't want to leave any more mysteries. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like a thing that would happen in high school. It's like, okay, I'll see you there. You mean you like me? Yeah. You like me? Because I like you too. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, right. my word. Okay, that's, I, did, I wasn't like that in high school, guys. That's not how I acted at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you guys, by the way. Dating is a duel. Just by the way, like, for the record, uh, if any of you guys don't believe what I just said about being ridiculous in high school and middle school, my pictures from middle school and high school are the most absurd things that have ever happened. Tweet them out. Yes, please. If you go to my Instagram, you can scroll back to some of the older ones. I had blue hair when I was 12. I thought well, that I was an 80s rock star at one point. My this, hair was this long. This is happening. I went yep. by Benjamin uh, Lawless for right. a year. I think it's time to talk about <laughs> iTunes. Nope. Oh yes. my gosh. Oh. Let's talk about iTunes for a little bit. Okay. All right. iTunes and YouTube and SoundCloud. Thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out with us all season. I mean, we're at the penultimate episode. We have one episode left, and you've been here with us the whole time, tweeting and leaving comments and giving your likes and subscriptions and rating us, and it's been amazing, and we'd love to thank you, and we'd like to thank you. Um, and... One way that you can thank us is to go to iTunes and YouTube, uh, hit that subscribe button, uh, make sure that you comment, you rate us five stars if you love what we're doing. Uh, if you don't, leave us a comment, tell us what we can do to improve. We'll be back when the season comes back for season three, so uh, if there's anything that you think that we can improve upon, let us know, and we will uh, consider it. We'll take it under consideration. Uh, I believe that uh, we have some things to read out. We have iTunes shout-outs because there have been people who have been rating and commenting. So. Really sweet, really sweet people Aww, for you guys dang. to do that for us. Oh, my God. This is, like, the best music ever. <laughs> <laughs> shout-outs. Um, I, I can't even do it right now. Um, we have Sarah1986. Great podcast. You guys do great recaps and go off on great tangents. Keep it, keep doing a great job. And she gave us five stars. Oh, that's nice. sweet. Um, I can't pronounce your name here. I'm going to say Ru... Spell it. R-U-K-I-A-D-U? Mm-hmm. Rukia... Do? Rukia do? I don't know. Rukia do. Yeah, 95. You are super funny. I look forward to your podcast every week. I would love to, a shout out. Sorry I messed up your name. Uh, <laughs> I think your after show is my favorite one so far. Keep up the good work. Uh, and Fiction Boy. Wow, this after show has gotten better. I, <laughs> I listened for a while and then came back to it after the episode called Coupe de Grace. That was Coupe a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't know what you did, but the host seemed to have a better rapport. Now. We added Alexis. We <laughs> <laughs> hit our stride. And it feels like good friends talking. Anyway, good job. Keep up the great work. Smiley face. Nice. That's great. We are good friends. Yeah. We are good friends now. Thanks, Fiction Boy. I heart you guys. Oh, I um, heart you too. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. <man. laughs> so, uh, yeah. Make sure to leave us a comment and rate and stuff, and you can get a shout-out just like we did just now. Awesome. Now, back to the show. Hey, guys. Guys, I had an idea. Can yes. we take a fan call-in? Can we take a random fan call-in next week on the finale? Are we? Are, can we feature a fan's opinion about the show? Can we have a conversation with one of our diehard fans? Um, I, I'm asking this on the air. I don't know if we're allowed to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Produce, um, producer? Can we, are we allowed to do that? 
I'll let it slide. Yes! <laughs> we have permission! I'm, I'm putting it out there right now. On the finale next week, which is going to be chock full of fun stuff. You can take as many fan calls as you really want. <gasps> well, we'll we have, have possibly two guests next week, plus there's a whole thing we're planning. So it's going to be a really, really, really packed episode. Right. I can guarantee we'll take at least one fan call. If not two, if we have time for two, we'll take two. Comment on the YouTube page and tweet at us at hashtag ABTV100, right? Mm-hmm. ABTV100. And we'll draw a name from the hat. <gasps> and if you are ready to talk to us next week while we're live, then we will take a phone call from you if you are that person that we choose. Ben, yeah, just putting it ben, out there right now. Yes. Ben, <laughs> zombie ponies found a photo from 2005. Oh. <laughs> There's some good ones. There's some good nice. old ones. All he said was, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me awesome. so happy. So uh, back to the show. So back <laughs> yes, to the show. Uh, so yeah. Uh, let's talk about the assault on the door. So yes, please. We have all the grounders hanging out at the main door, waiting for everything to come together. Uh-huh. And they drill into it, place that bomb in there. Uh, little do they know, Mount Weather is staging their own assault. Dun dun. Yeah, it's um, a big twist. I know. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> sorry, I was expecting Ben to go into this long discussion. Yeah, he was just like huge. <laughs> All right, he's a man of few words. Sorry, man. Bon Jovi's just my. I got the, <laughs> the chorus was going. I got the song. But oh, yeah, my word. So basically, they're waiting for the bomb to go off. Uh, once Wick and Raven set it off, get the dam and the power down. Uh, they have one minute to blow up the bomb that un locks the, or that makes sure that the electromagnetic uh, lock won't be back on. I thought it was going to take a minute for them to hit the stupid button. Well, I thought it was going to take a minute for them for like Clark and Lexa to make googly eyes and <laughs> what was going to happen afterwards. Um, oh, speaking of that, yeah. um, the moment when Clark and Lexa are having that little conversation mm-hmm. and she says, I should take you to the capital. Right. Uh, Napolis. Do we think that's Annapolis? Minneapolis? What Apolis should it be? <laughs> yeah, could be any Apolis. No, I'm just kidding. It's that's true. fair. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty. Do you know what I was thinking in that moment? What? I was noticing that Clark had on a similar, uh, like, general's yes. coat to yeah. Lexa. And I was imagining the scene that they didn't show us where she, like, or, like, Lexa was like, I got you something. And she's like, what'd you get me? And she's like, I got you a general's coat. And she's like, is it my size? She's like, of course it's your size. And she puts <laughs> it on. And then she twirls right around. I was, well, I was just thinking, like, it ha- it looks just like Lexa's. It fits her so well. I was like, that has to be a, a special thing she got. I like how the, I like how you're, you're going, I hope that Lexa pretty woman her. I know. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty much. You guys didn't have the same exact thought? No. no. Okay, that's fair. Um, we can go but back that's to the show. <laughs> you're our fashion police guy. Look, you know? I mean, yeah. If it's not Cage, it's Clark and her jacket. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I actually have a leather jacket with those same studs. Maybe nice. next them. week you should wear it I to am the going show. To, I am going to wear it to the show. Oh. It's going to happen. Good. Yeah. Good. Curveball. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, not to get more on the tan- the tangents, but um, did anybody else have a weird hankering for Jello or Kool Aid when we saw, saw those red, red bombs? I was just like, man, Jello sounds really good right now. A little bit. I guess yeah. yeah, yeah, and someone else uh. said the same thing in the chat, so I didn't feel alone. <laughs> Jello bombs. Yeah, they were uh, like, "Where is it?" Yeah, bombs made of Kool Aid. <laughs> bomb liquid. Yep. Nice. Uh, so then oh, we, make we have like <laughs> that'd be sweet. It's not a bad idea. Um, Next yeah. week's gonna be a great show. You guys gotta tune in. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so uh, basically, now that the dam is down, they have to assault the door, but. 
the whole place is lined up with Mount Weather soldiers, and they're creating a wall of, of gunfire. Yes. Um, and I loved the moment when they got all Spartan and used the metal sheets really cool. to move awesome. forward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, there was a moment where they're like, let's put a Spartan shield around Miller's dad. Yeah. Uh, Sergeant Miller. Sergeant so, Miller. Oh, and then he, Kyle is Miller's name. Is that what he said? Kyle yes. is Wicks. Or Nathan. Nathan. Is Kyle, yeah, Miller's yeah. name. Yeah, because I think he said Nate. Yes. And so he's they're they're moving the whole like barricade towards the bomb, and yes. I called it out, and this was not the case. But I for a second there, I thought it was going to be like a Miles Dyson moment from Terminator Two, where Miles Dyson is the guy, and he sits there and he has the, the detonator, and he blows the place up because he's the last guy. Yeah, it's like a pretty common thing in like action situations in movies and TV that the the slightly older noble black character is the guy that does that sort of thing. Right. And I was like, oh, they're just setting us up for the same exact thing. But then they just killed all of the people, and he was under a shield in the end. It was really a weird, yeah, a weirdly heroic moment that resulted in nothing. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I didn't really care. That's what I was going to say. I was like, how is it heroic? Because nothing happened. Well, it was to build the tension of like, oh my gosh, all your efforts have failed. Right. Pretty much. And um, I definitely thought he died. So that, that took me for a loop, because I was like, oh, yeah, he totally survived. Good yeah. for you. Good um, for you. Well, luckily, Lincoln swooped in, and he used the flaming arrow. Did anybody arrow. else say, oh, I don't know, maybe you should have done that the first time instead of killing yeah. five people? I mean, <laughs> it should have been plan A, Ugh. but, I mean, yeah. you. I think maybe there wasn't enough fire. It was It was cool, it, it was all right, Alexis? No, no, no. I was okay. cool. no, 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 I was okay with the fact that it happened, but in my brain, I was like, why didn't this happen earlier? Yeah. It would have been cool just the same without killing five people. Well, he thought about it right at the end when he had to. He improvised yeah. when he had to. Because he's so handsome. (laughs) We're looking at you, Ricky. (laughs) Handsome people do. Yeah, didn't his abs shoot that uh, arrow? They just (laughs) look. It was my show, Tari. His abs would do damn everything. Okay. Oh my word. Um, Um, But then it gives way for the ultimate. In betrayal. Oh god, it's so, it's so, <laughs> sweet. so great. Well, this is before. But by the way, we're forgetting the sweet moment when Clark's like, "I'll go with you," and she's like, "No, Lincoln, stay here with Clark. I'll take care of business. Clark has to survive. I love her." I, she didn't say. I was going to say like she did not say that, <laughs> it but was it was subtext. in her face. <laughs> yeah, and she runs off, and like you just and she the cloak is behind her. You're like, God, she's so cool. She's so badass. And then she just fully she pulls the double cross, <laughs> and she's like, "I got my people out of this." whole mess. Yeah. You can keep the jacket. <laughs> is it is that, I don't I don't know how everybody else felt about this twist. I was actually okay with it. I felt really bad for Clark. I feel yeah. like that was just that was cold. Like, yeah. cold-hearted snake, cold-blooded. I can't think of any more puns. Like it was ridiculous. But at the same time I was like, oh, she's a leader and she thinks about her people." Yeah. Can't be mad. I mean, yeah, they've said it numerous times. um, Yeah, Lexa's ruthless. She'll do anything it takes. The nice thing about uh, Clark in this scene was that she really doesn't stop reacting to that moment till the end of the episode. She's pretty much reacting the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's it's interesting when you see a character that has one reaction like that in a television show for such a long time because it really is a barometer for how good the actor is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can they sell to you that they're that confounded? Uh, And I think. You know, there, there was an interview with Rothenberg talking about casting her, and she was offer only. She didn't even audition for the part. Like, really? She, yeah. Oh, nice. I mean, I think I, I think that. that there was a. I'm sure she eventually had a screen test and everything, but it wasn't like we'd like to see her read for it. It was like he's like, we want to see her, and they were like, no, she's offer only. And so, you know, she was held in pretty high esteem, I guess, by her people. Yeah. And you know, it's 
like we I've said this I say this every week, but it's hard to see at the beginning of a show how a main character is going to turn out because it's yeah. very very hard to anchor a show as that character. Yeah, um, you have so much resting on your shoulders every week, and she's done a great job of really maturing uh, as a character into this this leader role. Who you really you do kind of look to her. You I mean they've given us some other great characters, but you look to her every episode. What's going to happen? What's Clark going to do? Yeah, and you know even. In the way that, like President Wallace says, you didn't underestimate the grounders. You underestimated Clark. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's a lot placed on her, and you believe you believe the actress that she can do it all. So yeah. that was a great moment. I thought her reaction. I liked it a lot. I agree. Um, let me ask you guys a question. In that, uh, the way Lexa twisted the knife, she said, "I did what you would have done." Do you guys think that Clark would have actually been so bold as to betray the grounder army? No. No, because it's clear. Indra and Lexa, the way that they handle Octavia and Clark in those two moments. That yep. There are different people. Yeah. They're just raised differently. You can try to you can try to make her your second. You can try to make googly eyes at Clark and give her a jacket. doesn't matter. It's the end of the day, they're different people. Exactly. You, mm-hmm. They just don't – they're driven by emotion versus driven by logic. You know? Right. And that's the big which difference. Is, which is what I love, mostly because a lot of, there's, you know, not to, again, go off topic here, but there's always a lot of talk of how, um, like, we can't have a female, like, in politics or, you know, as a president because she's driven by emotion, not logic. Yeah. But the show shows that there's literally two different types of women, how these guys are solely driven on, like, I'm going to find my people. But... They were also, the grounders were also on the same boat, but they were thinking that we can sacrifice as many people to save our people. It doesn't matter. Right. But with these guys, they were like, we're not killing anybody until we get our people. So I really like that dynamic, and it really shows how different. And it wasn't just because, oh, they were grown up on the ground or they were grown up in space. That's just how their personalities are. Right. I feel. I mean, yes, I know that, you know, being a grounder, obviously that's um, influenced your your decisions. But at the same time, it, there are a lot of women or men out there that think in those different ways, and I like that they touched on that. Yeah. It was very cool. So let's jump over to Octavia and Indra really quickly. I have um, a question from somebody who oh, actually wants to ask go for it. Oh, it's the same one. All right, go for it. The same one. Yeah. I want to shout out Kira, L-M-K-H-V. Some capital letters there. I think I'm K-H-V. Okay, well... I, I don't know, I could be wrong. It's the same question. Yeah, I'm sorry, right, sorry. <laughs> uh, she wanted to remind us that uh, she or he, Kira, she, uh, that there was a character that Indra focused on, one of the Reapers, who we didn't know who it was. Who do we think that is? I'm thinking um, brother, because of the way that... Um, she looked at him? Yeah, and also the way that she reacted to Octavia when she's like, I'm not leaving my brother. She kind of ah, that's choked good. up a little bit. That's clever. Mm. I that's, thought about that's, what that. I'm, that's what I was getting. It could have been anybody, I feel. I mean, yeah. I mean, I thought it was just someone from her village. Because Lincoln wasn't taken alone when he was stolen. Mm-hmm. So it was mm. probably someone during that original batch that is still basically a, a reaper. That was my thought. Yeah, or someone that was just really close. Because when she mentioned that Link, like, she knew Lincoln when she... when when he was a boy, I was trying to remember how much older she is from him hmm. and thinking that maybe there is a small child of some sort that maybe she took under her wing, whether it was like a son or just another second in command or anything like that, that um, she felt close and maybe he did get taken, obviously, and became a reaper and she didn't realize that that was him. Right. So this episode focused on a lot of hearts breaking, right? You yeah. Had a yes. lot, you know, like a lot of hearts breaking. And what do we think, what do we think, like, is going to get to be resolved as far as those heartbreaks in the actual finale. I mean, you had Clark's heart is broken. Octavia's heart is kind of broken. Mm-hmm. 
Jasper's heart is kind of broken. Maya's heart is definitely broken. Mm-hmm. Like, do we think they're gonna, are they going to resolve all this stuff? Also, what's going to happen with Murphy and Jaha? We haven't even seen them. I don't think they're going to come back <laughs> until next, next season. season. You don't yeah. even think we're going to see them next week? No. No. I would be very surprised if we even got to touch their story at yeah. one point. Because I feel like it's there's so much going on on um, in Mount Weather that there's there's no reason to to, to, to see them. So yeah. then Jaha is going to be the next villain. I think that that's... I mean, he will be an integral, integral think, part of yeah, the next season. I think he's going to be a huge part of it, too. I don't too. know if he'll necessarily be the villain. We'll see. Why don't we uh, take this opportunity to move into predictions? Already? Okay. Are we done talking about it? All right. Yep. And now, <laughs> your After Buzz TV predictions. Uh... All right. I was like, so. who wants to start? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna just I'm gonna go and like yeah? reinforce that prediction that I think I made it last week. But now mm, I'm like, yeah. I don't I don't think I predicted it. I think it was a thought last week. Right. I yes. think Jaha is going to be the next villain. Right. I think that there's going to be a really interesting storyline that makes him relevant uh, in a way that he has been kind of irrelevant for some of the season. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to become a very important part of the next season. I think he is going to be the villain. I think it's going to be a and if they do it right. Man, it'll be a cool story because he's got all the makings of a good villain. He's noble and he's strong and he's kind of power hungry in a weird way. Yeah. And you think he's deluded into thinking that he's incredibly important. This sort of prophet character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This evil prophet. I mean, I think he could be pretty badass. Yeah. I think that would be a great way for <clears throat> the story to go. Uh, I'm going to actually piggyback off of somebody who's in the chat right now. Um, they They feel like the final death of next episode is going to be Abby. Um, zombie ponies. Uh, I was thinking the same thing, uh, seeing her and the group being captured from the Ark. Right. I feel like she will be the final death. If she does make it, that's that's fine. I'm not saying to kill her off. That's not what I'm trying to, you know, pitch. But I feel like that'll be enough to to drive Clark and the group into a, a different story. Right. Without having her mother there. Is it possible that Alexa would end up being the villain? Is that possible? I can't see them having more, more grounder problems. I really can't. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> more money, more grounder problems. Exactly. Anyway, um, it's but, very hard for me to see that. Like, I feel like, I don't think we're done with the grounder story arc, but I feel like it's not going to be touched on. I feel like after they take over, they can't stay there. They're going to move on, and that's sure. where the City of Light will be a, a thing. So maybe that's where Jaha and Murphy will come back. Maybe they found way to, uh, a faster way to travel back so that they can pick up where they left off and bring them into the City of Light. Yeah. I had a, a weird question. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to take this back a little bit. Do you guys think that Lexa would have betrayed everyone if Clark would have uh, accepted her love? Ooh, I never thought of it that way. Well, I don't think that Clark really didn't accept her love because she kissed her back. I think she just sort of said, I think she just sort of said, like, this is not what I can do right now. Like, right. I'm not ready for that. Yes. Um, there was also that moment you guys caught earlier in the episode where she says, Bellamy's a warrior, he'll be fine. Yes. Lexa says it. Yes. And you can the tone is like I don't really care if Bellamy's okay. Like let's not worry about him. Right. Mm-hmm. He's I hope not like I hope he dies, but like we don't need to worry about him, you know. Yeah, cuz he right. isn't even a priority. Yes, to her he's definitely not a priority. Yeah. Um I don't know. I think that like that moment we saw last episode where Lexa had that that moment where she walked outside and she was like I can't believe I'm, you know, feeling this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a really scary moment for her. Like she said when she comes back, she said I made this decision with my head, not my heart. And I think she recognized I mean, look, guys, you can you can be a great person, you can be on a righteous path your whole life in anything you're doing. But you can always you always you're always tempted or you falter and it doesn't just cuz you falter once doesn't mean your whole philosophy changes. Yeah. Right. So she may have been tempted by 
this one thing in this one moment and felt something for Clark. But ultimately, when she's put in a situation where it's save my people or go for this thing I just felt yesterday for the first time ever, she's probably going to save her people. Right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when she when she said the line of, you know, I was thinking with my head, not my heart. It was kind of – I felt like it was more of a sting to, to them because it – I don't know if she felt like, oh, I, I hit a weak point because I fell for you. So now I'm just not going to do that. I'm tired of uh, – I'm not going to give in to that kind of – um, lifestyle or not lifestyle, but like that temptation. Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm, this isn't going to happen. Sorry. Like right. that was kind of a double, a double edged sword where it was like, I want to save my people, but also I can't have you around me. Well, it's also just like, what if, if she makes the other decision, she's essentially saying, I disagree with everything that I've believed my entire life and my personality and my character is now being severely questioned because I feel something for this yeah. right. 17 year old or however old Clark is. I think they're all 18, aren't they? 18. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. 18. I mean, that would be what that would mean. So I think it's a little unreasonable and it's good that she didn't do that because it would be, it would just be a disappointing turn for such a strong, strong character. Right. To do something as emotionally driven as that. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That's my thought. What do you think? Um, I think that it would have been interesting if, if like, I don't. Uh, yeah, I agree that it was would be out of character for her to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, no, we're in love now, so I'm gonna yeah. go along with it. Um, I just wanted to get your opinions on it. Um, I last uh, prediction. Uh, basically, I think that Clark is gonna go on a super ragey kill spree. Um, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she'll basically be emotionally broken. Uh, and then it'll come down to a uh, standoff with Dante Cage. She will most likely kill Cage, and I will predict that uh, in the end, she will volunteer her marrow for everyone in huh. Mount Weather. And then we'll have to ride our way out of that corner. Yep. Uh, that's what season three is for. Excellent. Cool. So, all right. Uh, thank you for joining us, everyone. Um so make sure to keep up with us on the social medias. Uh, you can catch me at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Uh, Alexis, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at atorres890. Ben Bateman. Ben Bateman Media, Twitter and Instagram. And guys, remember, tweet ABTV the 100 all week. Tweet us your messages. We will be keeping a running tally of every single person that tweets us, and we'll be drawn from the hat at the beginning of the episode next week. And we will take a phone call from somebody who wants to talk to us on air, possibly two people. Remember, check it out. Yep. We'll see you guys next week. If we choose you, we'll tweet you. Um, just so you know. And you, uh, but cool. Thank you for joining us. Uh, make sure that you'll be here next week for the season two finale of The 100. Uh, take care of yourself and stay grounded. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 